Jess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. Happy Super Bowl Thursday. Welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, King BBD, hope you guys are having a good week because you're about to have a good weekend. Super Bowl weekend. Who has a bad weekend on the Super Bowl? That's an interesting question. Comment below. Does anyone have a bad weekend on the Super Bowl? People that work Sunday nights? Yeah, I guess if your team is playing in it and loses. Ooh, okay. Yeah, great call. <laughs> That's a great call. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you have a bad time if that happens. Um, but that won't happen to you uh, unless you're one team. If you are a Bengals fan or if you are an L.A. Rams fan, how about that? Funny to relive. We're not going to relive this whole year. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to have Chris Rose on. We did Chris Rose last year. Uh, this should piss off Bobby, uh, resident football expert who almost predicted the full playoffs. Um, but Chris Rose, NFL Network, may be familiar with him. Oh, wow, I just put it together. Because he said he had a crazy week. But last year, if you remember, he called us on the phone he was walking around Miami or Tampa. Mm, it was in Tampa, yeah, Tampa. right? Um, and then I think he's going to call us. He's going to be on the way to his a son's baseball game. I didn't put it together. He doesn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, it is in. It's in LA. She don't wanna in LA. She wanna every day. She gonna wanna party. Is that a song? Yeah. What song is that? I'm bad at names of songs. But that was like a real song, right? Yeah. That song slapped. I forget the real actual song. That song slap slapped. Wet wet. That was wet wet. That song was wet wet. Um, <laughs> guys and dolls, we're not really talking any baseball today. We're not talking any Olympics. College basketball picking up. It's the Super Bowl. Um, just give you a little bit of where my head's at, and we'll see if Chris Rose... Will change my thoughts on it. Um, Bengals, you guys obviously know Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Uh, the playoff run, they beat the Raiders. They kind of dominated that game, but the Raiders did have a shot down the stretch. The Titans, Tannehill, yeah. Bengals fought. They win that game in Tennessee, the one seed. And then the comeback against the Chiefs. I don't have to tell you guys anything about that. Uh, you you won't find more of a Chiefs Kool-Aid drinker than myself, Andy Reid and Mahomes at this point with Kelsey and Tyree Kill. Special, dynamic, even though they had a weird year, is in Arrowhead, and they come back from 21-3 to and do it. Joe Burrow, after getting sacked nine times against the Titans. Nine times. It's a crazy number. NFL record. Comes back and does it against the Chiefs. He, uh, definition of Joe Cool, that nickname will stick, already has stuck. Uh, and the Bengals, who went from a team that at the start of the season people were hoping would be fun with Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, may maybe this season would be the start of where we could be like, oh, next year, the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, Burrow looks, looks pretty good. Let's see what these Bengals are about. No, they won the NFC North, AFC Norris, excuse me. Uh, Cleveland's year fell apart. Baltimore's year fell apart. Pittsburgh's year was never supposed to be a part, and it kind of was. That, you know, and you guys heard it a lot from me. There was definitely an angle you could take against this Cincinnati team that, I don't know, it seemed like a lot of stuff goes went in their favor. 
That being said, you kind of need that in football. And that's where I recently, I caught some of that Tom Brady tuck rule doc. I told you guys about that the other day. Every sports season has a little bit of magic. And man, the, uh, the Bengals have that. They have magic. And they have a guy who might be better than magic than Joe Burrow. Like this could be the start of something really special when you tie it together with LSU and the Heisman and all the stories that are coming out this week about Joe Burrow. Uh, pretty wild. BBD, you would love you would love some of the Joe Burrow stories that are leaking out this week. Um, apparently once at LSU, uh, in, in practice he got into a fight, which for a quarterback is a little, little off kilter. But the reason he said he got into a fight was a couple plays before there was a fight and he couldn't get involved. Mm. So he was just waking up praying for a fight. One of those guys. Um, And, you know, he posted a thing the other day on Trevor Plouffe tagged me about you don't need to post your Instagram workouts. Uh, I strongly disagree. Uh, Couldn't disagree more. Why else would you do it? How do people know you're working out if you don't post it? Um, he just seems to be like kind of Joe Burrow's throwing a perfect game. (laughs) I mean, since that season at LSU where they win the national title, besides (laughs) bad leg injury, he's throwing a, he's throwing a perfecto. Like it, it almost feels like he, he pitched a perfect innings. Oh, perfect three innings. Got like taken out of the game for a couple innings, and now he's going for like a three-inning save. Baseball reference. How about that? I will say this. As we relive the Rams a little bit this year, remember all the hype with them? They traded for Matt Stafford. The Matt Stafford golf conversation. They were kind of a sexy Super Bowl pick to start the year. Then when you looked at the division, people were kind of like, that's a really tough division. Everyone likes Kyler. Russ always does it. Everyone was in on the Niners. Stacked roster. How far could Jimmy G took them? We found out last week as they beat them 20 to 17. Um, you know, kind of <laughs> they're down 10 points late. They come back, they score 13 in the fourth quarter. You gotta give them credit there. Matt Stafford, who everyone still wants to poop on a little bit, and Trevor Plew's friend, so we won't. They almost blew it to the Bucks. Tom Brady in Tampa. They came back 28-3. to I mean, that was almost horrific for them. They blew out the Cardinals in the first game as the Cardinals the second half of the season were just never the same team. The Rams went through a funk midseason. They lost at home to the Titans. They got blown out by the Niners, and they lost a close-ish game to the Packers at Green Bay when the Packers were still dominating. Outside of that funk, which literally every NFL team runs into, they were pretty dominant this year. Um, they opened up and were 7-1, and one, with their only loss being to the Cardinals, who were awesome uh, at the time. Then they had those three straight losses. Then they finish out 5-1 um, and one to finish the season. They lose that final week to the Niners, which led them to never beating the Niners. Uh, the whole McVay-Shanahan situation. Uh, they get the monkey off their back in the playoffs, and now here they are, McVay, who if you remember last Super Bowl, him, uh, Bill Belichick, the Rams were just like sad. The boy wonder McVay and his genius offense, they look so droll and bad. Um, now he gets his shot at redemption. Matt Stafford's whole redemption could be one year. Like, what are we going to say about him if this game goes right? Um, Rams are the favorite. They have the star talent on defense, Ramsey, Donald. Um, it's going to be so interesting with every Super Bowl. It's why we love it. A, the halftime show, obviously. We'll get Chris Rose's thoughts on that. Uh, but a couple guys are going to be making Joe Burrow a star of all stars. Or Matt Stafford will become like an unappreciated superstar. Like was in Detroit. Were those teams bad? How good is he really? Now he's in LA. He won the Super Bowl. And 
he's going to be a Hall of Famer. So, uh, so much to look forward to. I'm, I think I'm going to save my pick for Chris Rose. Um, and I think I'm constantly flip-flopping on my, on my pick. Uh, so hopefully Chris Rose can point me in the right direction. And Chris Rose is brought to us by Masterworks. Told you guys about this earlier in the week and told you, even if this isn't your jib, it's worth the click and going to the website, masterworks.art slash Jake. Listen to that sentence, masterworks.art slash Jake. Basically, it's investing. It's investing in art. I told you guys, come from an artsy family. I'm low-key artsy in my own ways. My sister, very artsy. And this, art prices, you can invest in different pieces of art, a Picasso, Warhol, Monet. You don't have to buy the whole thing if you don't got a couple milli hanging around. You can invest in it. Blue chip art prices have outpaced the S&P 500. You don't hear Poppy Gordo talking about that enough. By 164% from 95 to now. Go click around the website. I uh, Normally, I'm not interested by a lot. Super interested in this. Masterworks. Masterworks. Over 300K people have signed up. Masterworks.art slash Jake. Go check them out. Get yourself some art. Get yourself some money from art. Seems like a solution. Uh, Chris Rose texted me three minutes. Mm. This was six minutes ago, BBD. I'm all, I'm prepped. Uh, So we'll give him a call. We'll see. Again, he may be driving. He may be mean to me from the start. Um, Anything can happen. Yeah, we'll see. Calling Chris Rose. His phone number is. Hello. Hi, is Chris Rose there? Not answering. Oh, that's a. Oh, you finally you got yourself some more uh, workers around the house to answer your phone for you. Yeah. No, I was going to hand the phone over to some moronic pickup truck that almost hit us while we were uh, driving somewhere. You uh. Who, who are you driving with? Michelle is driving. Hello, Michelle. Hey, Jake says hi. Hi. Oh, yeah. She's very excited. That felt like a Hello. genuine hi. It was a genuine hi. She's genuinely nice. I don't get that from the ploofs, man. You know, they're always, they're kind of rugged, mean people. You guys, you Not guys true. are nice. Mean Not spirit. true. They're very, very sweet people. But they, they hang with the hoity-toity L.A. crowd. Uh, that's not what we do around here. That's not we're us. Up. We're no, that is not us. We're Ohio guys. Well, one of us is. Uh, one of us Michelle's, is. Michelle's Michelle's from L.A. She's the nice one from L.A. So. Okay. I grew up in a very what you hood. you grew up in a tough hood. Yeah, I went to public school. Oh God! Whoa! Wow! Whoa! I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. You know, I've been married 24 and a half years. I'm learning stuff all the time about her. Public school, Michelle Rose. Wow. I mean, uh, the people. <laughs> there might be grounds for divorce. Yeah, honest. that's, uh, oh I, I guess we'll call back another time. Sorry to do this to you guys. Um, <laughs> what do we got going? Rosie, wanted to talk a little Super Bowl with you. We were, we were, yes. re, we were reliving last year. You were uh, a walking man around Tampa, um, yeah. if I remember correctly. Are you still walking? Well, right now I told you I was driving, so thank you for your listening efforts. Thank you. Um, but what was that? Can you say? Oh my God! Uh, anyway, this has been an eventful car ride, guys. I, I think I'd prefer to be walking, to be honest with you, <laughs> at this point. Um, I I, uh, I actually was so busy today I didn't even get my walk in. Uh, I didn't get my elliptical in. I didn't get my walk in. Damn. Um, I just feel uh, gooey at this point. You guys have seen the dad bod. It's not very impressive. Uh, I won't be taking any shirtless photos like you, Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah, just no time in the near future. You're looking a little bit better, I must say, actually. Wow. I, uh, I didn't know I was looking worse. So that's, uh, that, that's an update from earlier. Um, yeah, no, someone just told me today they, they go on a nice little post Super Bowl diet. And I was like, that's, that's probably a better way to do it than New Year's. Like, yeah, yeah, I would say for on a personal front. Yes, Uh, I have a birthday in January. 
Then we got the Super Bowl. Uh, and then if you're into Valentine's Day, are you guys into Valentine's Day? You guys still BBD is. I am not. I'm finally a oh, participant. No, oh. Yeah. Really? Big time. Yeah. Michelle, what do I have to get you for Valentine's Day? Nothing. Nothing? Uh, Why is that? <laughs> oh, we're going on a vacation. Yeah. Ah. That's... Yeah. Well, that's nice. Well, after your vacation, you and me can get on the same walking and eating diet. and That'll be really nice. Yeah, but that vacation's not for a while, so okay. I think I well, we ought to get the, the... Yeah, no, I, got, I think I got to get the body back in um, the right action in order to get the right action. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, BBD perked up when he heard that whole sentence. Is, um, is that, is that, is that uh, accurate, Mrs. Rose? Just get waxed. Oh my God. <laughs> well, are we, we sponsored by Manscaped today, guys? We Apparently we are. We were going to talk Super Bowl with you, but let's talk more about this waxing. No, let's, let's get to the Super okay. Bowl. Let's, more comfortable. Let's talk a little Super Bowl then. Chris, hey, so you mentioned uh, I was listening about you uh, driving before and walking. I kind of totally forgot. The Super Bowl is in L.A. this year. Are you stoked for that, that it's, like, around you? Are you already feeling the L.A. buzz? So here's the, the, the good news about the game being here, once again, on a personal level, is I get to see my son's baseball games, or at least one of them. The other one is actually during NFL honors. So that's kind of a bummer. Mm. But uh, then I'll be in town for his Saturday game. And normally, so normally I would have missed three games and only missing one. That's good. Having it in L.A. is fun uh, from the standpoint of a lot of people get to come to your town. Uh, my friend Melissa Stark will get to come over and see our house for the first time. That's nice. Nice. You know, but the rest of it is whatever. You know, like Michelle has uh, met me at four different – you've been to four Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of fun. That's a nice little adult getaway. And I like going to see different cities, too. Um right. But, you know, as far as travel or whatever, I guess, sure, it's nice that people come here. And the good thing is it won't add to any of the shitty L.A. traffic. So that's good to know. That is that is huge. I'm that's lying. more of the same. Um, what, um, Chris Rose, I, do you have any Cincinnati beef? Like, I, I need to find out if you have any biases before we talk out this. Like, as an Ohio guy, do, do you like Cincinnati? Do you have your shoulder up to Cincinnati? So, okay, um, in order of hated teams in the division, when you were a Browns fan, it goes Pittsburgh, Baltimore, a close second, and then Cincinnati. So they're kind of like, it's like, oh, yeah, like Cincinnati, but you, you never really considered them, although the Browns haven't been much of a threat in the last three decades anyway, so it's not like they've been fighting for much. You know, you never really worried about Cincinnati. You're always like, how do we get past Pittsburgh and Baltimore? But now, you know, and the Bengals are kind of like a likable team. I got to be honest with you. You know, you know, Joe Burr is, uh, he's fun. He's, he, it's so interesting because if Baker Mayfield was exactly the same way as Burrow, like with the Cartier glasses and the bling, everybody would be like, God, what a douche. Right? Yeah. But but with Joe Burr, it's totally different. Like, he does it, and you're like, he's cool. And Odell Beckham Jr.'s like, you look up cool in the dictionary, and it's Joe Burrow. Like, everybody digs him and likes him. And so, you know, for now, they should ride that train. And I guess it's a long-winded answer to, I don't think Clevelanders hate the idea of the Bengals being there. But maybe they should. Yeah, the the Burroughs or Burr, excuse me, the Burrow stuff is is really interesting because you know all those outfits and stuff have gotten a ton of love, and I, I mean maybe it's the number one example of winning cures all because you're absolutely right. I mean Baker Baker gets killed for having a couple commercials, but that's because his his play was pretty rough this year. Um, Did you say a couple hundred commercials? Yeah, I mean, hey, get that money, man. You you know that's what I'm about. Um, yeah. Money bag, money bag, story, Ellie. What um, what's your favorite part of this game? Is that a weird question? Is it 
is it the Joe Burrow potential like takeover? The whole wanted at LSU Heisman and now can do this that no player has done before? Is it Matt Stafford's full resurgence in a year, essentially? What's what's your favorite part of this Super Bowl as of now? Yeah, I mean, I guys, I, I've said it 500 times since uh, Evan McPherson had that game-winning kick in Kansas City. I said, I, I'm like, I can't believe the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Like, how did this happen? I've asked it to myself 500 times because at the beginning of the year, first of all, nobody had him winning the division. And most people had him finishing in last place. Yeah. Right? Cleveland and Baltimore were the chic Super Bowl picks. You could never go against Pittsburgh, even though they really struggled at the end of last year. But you figure with Mike Tomlin as their coach and that defense that maybe they could put it together. But Cincinnati was in no way a part of the conversation. Zero. You said, well, if they win six or seven games this year and Burrow stays healthy, that, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but nobody had them winning the division, and certainly nobody had them winning multiple road games. Uh, yes, you could see them winning the game against the Raiders, and I think a lot of people had the Titans not as a fraud, but as a really soft one seed. But to, to take care of Kansas City twice in a five-week span and to be down 18 and win, nobody was going to pick that. So if they somehow continue this, it could go down as the greatest single-season turnaround ever. Yeah, man. I uh, So, A, I watched the Tuck Rule documentary on Sunday night. Uh-huh, I, great one. I, I've been on... Yeah, 30 for 30, been on a huge kick about that. And it's, you know, it's funny some of the things you miss over time. And earlier this week I was explaining the the full mantra of Drew Drew Bledsoe to BBD and he he stopped listening to me because he's like, I, I kind of know. Stop, stop telling me. Um, but no, I mean, reliving all of that in the tuck rule with Brady taking over and the rise and how Belichick stuck with him. Uh, and then the tuck rule happens, which, you know, Brady, I think kind of tongue-in-cheek he says, you know, if that goes the other way, like they would have, they would have benched me the next year. Um, this Bengals Burrow run—I don't want to say the same feel, but man, that Titans game he got sacked nine times. Um, the comes back against the Chiefs, like uh, the mighty, mighty Chiefs, Mahomes and Reed, and this this team that on paper seemed unmatched, and they do it in Arrowhead. That I don't know. It just there's so much magic that I feel like a lot of analysts are going Bengals. I feel like I've heard this sentence too much. The Rams are the better better team, but I'm going Bengals, which feels just like the Joe Burrow effect to a T. Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. I think the other part is that um, the most underappreciated unit of the playoffs has been the Bengals' defense, Yeah, right? I mean, for the, if they played Kansas City um, – four-plus quarters from the second half on this year and allowed six total points. And Patrick Mahomes had 105 total passing yards. That's pretty damn impressive. I don't know what sort of adjustments they made. You know, I would love to hear somebody explain to me how they did that. But let's remember the one thing that Sean McVay does, we know that they've only lost one game when he leads at halftime, and it was that Week 18 game where Jimmy G led the Niners back and they won in overtime in a must-win situation. But his his ability to put games away has gotten a little squirrely here this year. So if they do have a big lead, are they going to have the ability to to put this one away? I don't don't know. You know, I think that – and if you open the door for Joe Burr and the Bengals, we've seen them come back. We've seen him do it, and um, that's why I think people kind of feel the way you do, Jake. Although I, I will take the Rams, but not by much. Yeah, and that's hey, the Rams and Stafford. Like I, I mean, when we talk about playoff runs and and how much I love, I was just giving Burrow and comparing it to young Tom Brady. Uh, these Rams, like old Tom Brady, almost came back. And from 
27 to 3 and almost made the Rams a joke of sorts. Instead, Matt Stafford does make the deep throw to Cooper Cup. They move on from there. And they were down 10 points in the fourth quarter to the Niners, a team they never beat before. And yep. I, I do think, like, McVay, you know, the the Wunderkin and how much love he got, and then uh, embarrassed at the first Super Bowl, that might be a little too dramatic, but, you know, old Bill Belichick kind of <laughs> kind of took the kid to school a little bit. Like, that, that Rams offense just felt so lackluster all game. Uh, but these Rams, especially going back and looking at their schedule, they had that one... I, I'm going to say midseason funk. They lost to the Titans, who ended up being the one seed in the AFC. They lost right. to the Niners, who had their number. And then they lost at Green Bay when Green Bay looked kind of like the elite team of the NFL. When you put it all in the box, man, especially with their star power, I think I'm on a big star power, Chris. Maybe it's from talking to you a lot. but Yeah. Yeah, the Rams Listen, have anytime that. you can talk to D-listers. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna up it. No question. I I feel it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I'm kind of with you. Like I, a I get swayed too much by outside factors. Um, but I do think too many people are drinking the Bengals Kool Aid because it's the fun Kool Aid to drink. The Rams. They have star power, and I just McVay at his second Super Bowl, like he's <laughs> he's a kind of a sick puppy when you watch the videos of his memory and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, he, he's had to been drooling at this opportunity to get back and prove he can do better. Uh, motivation's a very real thing, and I think the Rams have that, and they have talent. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, I am. I, I think that that's a big point that you brought up about the Rams and McVay being here a second time. That they were really embarrassed. Like, if you had said before Super Bowl Fifty Three that the Rams were going to hold Tom Brady and the Patriots' offense to thirteen points and one touchdown, you'd been like, "Jesus, did the Rams win by 20? Yeah. And then they, they scored three points, which is tied for futility in Super Bowl history for the fewest points scored in a game. Um, I think he was embarrassed. I think that was probably, that was probably the time where he went, man, maybe Jared Goff isn't the right guy. I really wonder if that was, that's where it started. Mm. And, um, you know, because maybe I need to be able to open up this playbook a little bit more when I'm going to play a top-notch D and a top-notch coach. So, I don't know if that's exactly his thought process. I don't know if that happened more last year or even the season before a little bit. But, um, he's you know, he's got him in great position, but they definitely have something to prove, guys. I mean, they've, you know, I feel like a lot of people are crowning the Rams champs already. And what they've done is remarkable, but they haven't finished the job. Like they have, they're sitting at the table, but they have not eaten the meal. And you know what? Jared Goff sat at that same table four seasons ago, but he didn't finish the meal. So to me, that's, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. I think it, you know, when you talked about it with the Bengals before, after coming back from 21-3 to down to the Chiefs at Arrowhead, like, they will never be out of this Super Bowl. Like, un until the game is over, like, th that task is probably going to usurp. Did I use that word right? That task is going to usurp any task they run into in the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm using that word right. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's for, for, for us, for us two dummies, three dummies, yeah. It's all around it, for sure. Um, BBD with a little facial reaction when you lumped him into the dummy crew. Sorry. But, you know, that means I'm just trying to be inclusive. Oh, I'm a dummy. Okay, he accepts. Um, have you, uh, have you heard any good tidbits? You, you, you know, you mix it up. Everyone knows you from John Boy Media, but you yuck it up with those NFL Network people. Have you heard any good... Because, again, at my at my heart of heart, I, I'm not a football guy. I didn't play football and, you know, only know X's and O's to a limited degree. Have you heard any good tidbits like, uh, you know, 
if they if they lock up Cooper Cup or like Odell's not catching a ball this game or you know uh, the way the Rams play coverage, uh, blah blah blah. Like, ha- have you heard any of those tidbits uh, th- throughout your NFL Network family this week? No, nothing yet. I mean, it's okay. you know Wednesday's when they'll hit the field again. The Bengals just got into town today. Uh, the Rams have the day off, I believe. So really, tomorrow is when they're going to get back to work. Okay. So we haven't heard any of that stuff. Okay. That a good shake, Michelle. Uh, she just got an organic protein shake before the Suns baseball game. What co- is it a um, green shake? No, it's definitely not green. It's definitely not. Are I'll... there any greens in it, Michelle? No. No. I love a good Michelle green Rose shake. Is, she is entitled to have whatever she wants. She works so hard on her diet and her exercise. And she's married to a big old fat slob. Hey, your words, not mine. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize to her every morning when she has to look at this. <laughs> it's, a great, it's good to have a routine. Yeah, I don't know if that's the routine she wants. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. It's why she actually, she, you know, she's like, I think my vision is getting worse. And she keeps taking her uh, contact lenses out earlier and earlier yeah. every day. I think it's because she doesn't want to actually see what I look like. Chris, I, I don't yeah. want us to bond any closer than we already have, but I, my sweet Jess has the same thing going on. Um, yeah. She has some moments. Oh where she she's like, oh, I took my contacts out. I can't see that. And I'll be like, you can't see that? Oh, man. So, yeah. Hey, man. Right, well, that's good news because you guys have been married exactly negative yeah. eight months or whatever. Do we have a date yet? No date yet. We're at February of next year. What? Question mark. February of next year? I can't wait that long. I mean, a whole year? This is big news. And on top of that, you better not make it like Super Bowl weekend. You're not going to be one of those couples, are you? My, my family gets wind of this. No. Um, I mean, maybe. No. When's the Super Bowl next year? Have they announced it yet? I don't know. It's some some date in February. I'd, I'd assume Holy one smoke. of the first two weekends of February. Okay. Oh my God. We have arguably the dumbest drivers in the history of the country. In this parking lot. Is everything okay? Michelle's protein shake. This has been incredible. Seriously, Michelle, how dumb was that person? How dumb was that person? (laughs) She just kept backing up and backing up and backing up. I feel like you've almost been in three car accidents in this 20-minute phone call. Well, welcome to L.A., man. Although that that, that wasn't anybody's fault. And by the way, the early one, the first accident was not Michelle's fault. It's just, you know, on the 405, people have heard about the legendary 405, mm. man. That that can get a little squirrely there. The 5, the 405, oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Rose, who are you taking in the Super Bowl? You, I think you mentioned it briefly. You're on the Rams. Uh, McVay, second shot, and talent, anything else? Yeah, I just think that they end up winning, but not by much. Um, I think it'll be really close. I am a, uh, I just want to see it be like the last two weeks of the, um, the divisional round and the championship round. So that's what I want to see. Good football. You know? Yep. That's what I want. I mean, we had every game was decided by one score, right? We had all of them were three points except for the Kansas City Buffalo game, which ended on a walk-off touchdown. Right? Yeah, that wasn't too bad. It's, pre- it's pretty remarkable. It really is absolutely incredible. I cannot believe that we've been treated to this sort of stuff. Do you think? Do you think America's going to end up rooting Bengals just by the time the game happens and Burrow's out there being Joe Burrow? Wait, what was that? Do you think like a. America in general, like when the game actually turns on and people are watching it, like I think people are going to go for Bengals, underdog, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Well, so here's what's really interesting, guys. I'm sure you have paid attention to what, you know, happened in the championship game where the Niners fans took over SoFi and it was definitely more more than half, right? Yeah. More than 50%, right? 
Big time. So, you know, obviously with the game being in L.A., and I'm not so sure that the Bengals carry that much wallop, right, in order of fans coming here, although some people might make it like the trip of a lifetime. Sure. But I would expect that they won't be more like like 60% Rams fans, 20% Bengals, and 20% undecided. So will this end up being like the first round of the NCAA tournament where, yeah, you might have a rooting interest in a game later in the day, but you get there a little bit early, and now all of a sudden the 13 seed has like a seven-point lead over the four seed. And now you had no idea where Belmont College was before Mm. the game even started, but now you're on them. So does that 20% that's kind of undecided start rooting for, for Joe and the team that could? Like that's for me, that's a little bit of the storyline too. Yeah. The, the other thing that I can't process Chris, and I, I know you said you you're on your way to your kid's game. So I don't want to, I don't want to take too much, but both these teams were technically the four seed and it has turned into a Bengals underdog thing where the Rams played in probably the toughest division in football and the Bengals played in, uh, you know, I don't want to take any shots at your AFC North, but the Steelers were kind of supposed to be bad. The Ravens fell apart without Lamar. Um, and then Cleveland fell apart because Baker was kind of low-key but not low-key hurt all year. So, you know, in a way it just feels like, okay, we have one team with a little more talent that played against the best competition they could all year, and we have another team that is cinderella E that survived a division where they got some good luck around them. I don't know what to do with that, with them both being four seeds. Like, do I view them? Should we? Should people be viewing them more of the same? I don't know. Okay, well, let's start with this. I think you're a little, a little harsh on the AFC North. Ooh. Which, because, which conference, I know you said you're not a huge football head, but which conference is, was better this year, the AFC or the NFC? Um, I mean, how are how are we how are we judging that? I don't know. I mean, I think that there are a lot better quarterbacks in the AFC. It felt like. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I, you know, when Justin Herbert doesn't make the playoffs, I think that's no that, telling. I, I think the NFC, the top of the NFC, was a little well. It felt stronger with the Packers and the Bucks because it was like Brady Rodgers were doing the same thing. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, after this playoffs and watching the Buffalo Bills be as real as they are, I mean, there, there's there's a conversation there. Yeah. So I would say that um, I think the Bengals are are pretty good. You know, I don't think that I think they they match up well as as a four seed against the Rams four seed. I just do, you know, I mean, the Rams got punched in the mouth a couple of times by some teams that didn't advance in the playoffs this year between Tennessee and Arizona. It's so. true. It's true. Well, what, um, Rosie, I'll, I'll let you go. What, what are you doing on Super Bowl Sunday? Where are we going to see you? Um, you are going to see me post game on the field which is awesome. Uh, it's my favorite assignment for the NFL all year because you get to see guys celebrate the winning the Super Bowl. And for a little while, it's not about money. It's not about anything other than realizing a dream. Um, it's really pretty special. And I'm very fortunate, you know, from that standpoint that I get to host that with Joe Thomas and with Maurice Jones-Drew, Colleen Wolf, and Steve Smith will be at another set. We'll be getting all the winners. Um, and I just I can't wait for it, man. It's, it's, it's a really good assignment, and the energy is fantastic. And we missed out on it last year because we couldn't be down on the field. We had to interview guys when they were on headsets, and you lose that. There's that disconnect. Like, there was nothing better than when Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were both sitting up on our set and amazed by what they just accomplished. I love that. I thought it was so damn cool. That's very cool. Um, Follow-up. So do you actually watch from the field, or do you, you pop down at no, the end we of the have game? A, 
Yeah, we have a green room. You can't watch anything down on the field. They kick you off unless you're working the actual game. You okay. cannot just be on the field. You can be on their pregame. You can be on their postgame, depending on the pass you get. But you cannot. So okay. And follow up. Yep. Um, I listened to a Joe Thomas interview the other day, and he seemed impossibly awesome. So that's pretty cool too. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. He's so cool and smart and funny, and uh, he looks like an Olympic wrestler right now. <laughs> he's just—he's quite the dude. Bigger than some of the people at John Boy Media, would you say? No, no, no. I think we have a very big crew. I mean, I love it, you know. <laughs> Holy smokes. When I take pictures with you guys, they're, they're like, Rose, what are you, like six foot eight and uh, and weigh 308 pounds? I'm like, no. Yeah? Well, maybe close to the 308. Throw them in the post. The give them the ball. Chris Rose, yeah. power forward. That's what you want to do, dude. Amen. That's well, it. Rosie... Thank you so much What what's become a biannual tradition up until this point. You calling in for the Super Bowl. Um, it's my pleasure. So, man, hey, enjoy it. Enjoy it being in L.A., and I know you do, and that's that's part of the reason we love Chris Rose. So, uh, thanks, well, one man. Year we're gonna, one year we're going to take over the Super Bowl, right, as, as we continue to uh, make our ascent in this uh, sports media landscape. I uh, The goal is... Right. Yeah, I mean, I I could see next year very easily having having a John Boy Media presence at the Super Bowl. Um, now I have to plan my wedding around it. So, um, right. So well, maybe we can make it a two for one if you all want to get married in Phoenix. Oh, now you're speaking my language. Oh, Arizona. Right. How's yeah. that sound? Yeah, Jess will love that. Probably be cheap the same weekend as the Super Bowl too. Um, yeah. God. God. All right. Well, I'm going to go plan that now. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Rosie. Thank you, Michelle. My pleasure. Oh, she's gone. She's already left you. She left. Yeah. All the, all the yeah. Chris Rose's fat talk got to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, she always comes you. back though. That's the best. Yeah. Um, all right, Chris, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. BBD. Big hug from a distance. Big hug. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. See you, Rosie. All right, gang. Thanks as always. You're the best. Bye. 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 At the end from Chris Rose. Chris Rose loved the Joe Burr joke, huh? Yeah. Big Joe Burr guy. It's good. That was good. I love how much he loves jokes. How about that? Everyone tweet at Chris Rose. Tell him, Danke. That's, that's Netherlands way of saying thank you dutch i think i think german german could be dutch as well a lot of these things have some overlap or just say thank you uh just say thank you because he uh he is the best uh for nfl network john boy media battle snots um everything everything he's involved in maybe something maybe something else you guys might be finding out later today thursday Later today. Ooh, boy. A little teaser for the people. My people are my people. Um, PBD, anything you need to get off your chest? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of the same flip-flopping uh, as far as who the hell's going to win this thing. Because there's, you know, a part of just having fun with, with the Bengals, and, and they're an easy team to root for right now. But I also do have soft spots in my heart for... Uh, now Maddie Staff yeah. and, and, and just always Odell and mm. uh, the Rams in general. There's there's a lot of personalities there and and all that. And they and then they seem like the team that like needs it more organizationally. Um, having gone once recently, and now they don't have first round picks in the foreseeable future, and they have the the older quarterback and, and Stafford specifically kind of needs to win this game and. The, that all makes me think, like, oh, that's the type of game the Bengals just win because they, they're kind of playing loose, nothing to yeah. lose. And it also seems like just Joe Burrow's whole personality is like he, he really can't lose a day. Um, he hasn't in a while. Yeah. He hasn't in a while. Like, know, it, like about 15 months ago, sure. But whenever he tore the ACL, I think that was a bad day, and, and that's kind of the only one he's had in many years, I would assume. But 
So I, I really don't know. Um, because of everything I just said, uh, I, I, I'll say Bengals for the purposes Ooh. of this show for, for picks and graphics. But BBD's Bengals. But, uh, but I would be truly happy for either team coming out of this thing. Yeah, it kind of feels like a win either way. I, I guess I was kind of shying away from that because I feel like I said that last year because I was like Mahomes or Brady. Like Mahomes is the GOAT, or excuse me, Brady's the GOAT, GOAT, the wet, wet, GOAT, GOAT. <clears throat> or Mahomes is on his way to being like the successor. Yeah, that one felt like we had uh, a lot on the line like for discussion points like felt more saying. that felt more on the line historically yeah like this it's like I'm, i'll be happy for them either way uh i mean burrow can propel that kind of not that level of conversation that's a lot of it's a lot to say but i think it's the rams yeah i really do i know they're the favorites like there's a huge chance if you're if you better think it's the Rams that like Joe Burrow can ruin your day he's done it <laughs> for, for three playoff weeks um I just I love the stars uh sucker for it like I man like Aaron Donald how 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 many years now have people just walked away and said like oh that dude's the best player in football but you don't talk about him because he's not a quarterback um Jalen Ramsey Best cornerback in football, which, you know, is one of the harder positions to to find and lock down. Like, people say if you want a cornerstone franchise piece, it's, you know, a corner is quite literally one of those pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, Odell, man, and Cooper Cup. Like, how, how many times have I screamed his name this year? Um, the Whitworth stuff is low-key cool because cool. how old he is. Um it's a win either way because of how awesome Joe Burrow is. Bengals fans, I guess I'll I'll get punched in the teeth one more time. Uh, I'm going Rams. Like like I said, it's not it's not for any of the reasons I, I'm, I'm kind of just saying Bengals right now. And I'll probably flip three more times between now and then. I mean, logically, I want to say Rams because. On the offensive end, they just have all that star power, and on the defensive end, the, that interior line. Uh, going up against what the Bengals like clear biggest weaknesses, you know, but, right? but then at the same time the Bengals won a game, yeah, where Joe Burrow got sacked nine times, so like kind of doesn't matter. So yeah, I don't know Bengals for now, but the the John Boy reserved the right to change my mind always, up so until the minute of game time, even during the game. Yeah, during the game, I could see something. That's the perk. Uh. Do you have a, a bro of the night, PBD? I mean, I I know I'm skipping comment of the day, and we're time traveling a little bit. Time traveling a little. Episode. I do have a guy I want to look wow. up. Uh, giving out a bra to... Oh, that's the wrong one. Wait. Yes. Uh, a bra to Monty McNair. Oh. the Sacramento Kings GM. Did mm. you see the big trade today? I did. Broke, the, broke basketball Twitter... Just broke basketball Twitter. Uh, Demonis Sabonis to the Kings. I mean, I guess they get the best right now player, uh, but they traded Halliburton, who everyone loves. Is, Halliburton. He was in year two. Year two, everyone loves him. He's like a full blown like good starter. The rates all improved year one to year two. I was looking at his basketball reference page. Just, like everyone, mad at him. Uh, they finally move off Buddy Heald, which a little bit whatever, but. It's it, the whole situation is very odd, and everyone loves him. How how often do they get a guy, a young stud in Sacramento? Yeah, like that team can't really afford to be moving a guy like Halliburton. Sacto, just a tough franchise. Yeah, just weird. Sacktown. Just weird. Feels like they're not set up for success. Um, yeah, that was wild. Good sports. Um, Trade deadline. Comment of the day, which I, I flew past, but BBD had a good pro of the night. Sometimes that's how it happens. Uh, I think my favorite one, I'm just going to go solo today, Tom BFL, I think, or BFI, uh, said Luke Voigt and Rowdy Tellez switching between first base and DH for my crew. They said does sound too bad, but I think they meant doesn't sound too bad because nobody yeah. says the phrase does sound too bad. 
Um, and, I mean, those are two really likable guys on the field. Yeah, they're two meatballs. A lot of meat that likes to like to have fun. Speaking of meat, uh, Matthew said Jake did promise he was showing skin at 5K, need that next step. And that's tough because it's next step and I haven't shown skin. Um, we'll, we'll do it tastefully. We'll do it tastefully at the right time. It is a heavy sweatshirt. starting to get a little hot. Um, John Boy Media, beautiful people, thank you for tuning into this. Um, bake the algorithm. Rate, subscribe, review, comment. Uh, most importantly, tell Chris Rose thank you. Um, that's what matters. And enjoy the Super Bowl weekend. And like BBD said, as long as you're not the losing team, you should have a good weekend. And I'm like an advocate... It's part of the. Re- I'm actually. I'm going away this weekend for a little bit, um, getting on the hill again. Uh, is to p- enjoy Super Bowl weekend. You've been given an excuse to enjoy the weekend, so go do it. Just found out I'm double booked for the Super Bowl. Whoa! So I don't know what the full situation is, but at some point a transition is happening. You're gonna do too. I think so. Guess it'll be a halftime thing. I don't know the full deal. Wow, we didn't even get Chris Rose's halftime show review. Um, and that's because he just got usurped by that news. Again, yeah, no idea. Year. No idea what that word's about. All right, everybody. Again, some big news coming from John Boy Media a little later today. Excited for that. If not, and hey, you probably like me if you stumbled upon this. I was on the compound with the boys. The boys. Go check that out. We had a lot of fun. A lot of baseball. Some silly. Some John Boy Media start story. Uh, Chris Rose rotation. Yelly, Miggy Rowe. JJR. The special guest that you know. Three's draft was yesterday when you were. We haven't done it yet, but you know it. Talking baseball. I probably did well. Always electric. BBD did great. Talking Giants. They've been doing so much football stuff. Check them out. Check them out. Talking football. Talking Giants. Sports. Get a passport if you don't have one. 